Welcome to the Curry Gumbo Podcast with Nicole and Ashley, and today we have another 90s movie review. Stay tuned. I just remember the perception of Lynn Whitfield being this crazy woman, Mm -hmm. but watching this, and we'll get into the, the synopsis, the movie is about Darnell, played by Martin, who is dating multiple women. But then he meets Brandy and he pursues her. And Brandy tells him multiple times, Brandy played by Lynn Whitfield, to leave her alone. City. I want to put you on the VIP. Chocolate City. Thank you, but no thank you. Well, I just figured since you're in the neighborhood, if you came to the neighborhood to shop, come on, party in the neighborhood. I don't get to the neighborhood very often. Oh. Drive on, Louise. She warned this man. She said, no, I don't, like, leave me alone. You don't need my phone number. He finds out where she works. Brandy is a real estate agent, or she owns a real estate company, I believe. And he ends up at one of her properties for a show, knowing good and well he cannot afford this property. I have a very serious question for you because you see, this is my business. Can you afford this house? Well, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't be here if I couldn't be here. He makes her work pretty much, knowing he's not going to buy this house. So you see the persistence. I, he wants to date her but he's not serious like he does like he's going hard for this girl who he knows he's not serious about because he got five other women he not even serious about there's there's so much gaslighting happening because this girl has given you a no like five times and you like pressure her into giving you the time of day when i was younger I I remember feeling bad for Darnell's character because I just thought, oh my goodness. This, this woman is this crazy. Woman, she's out of her mind. She's unstable and she is abusive. All of these things can be true. I do think that she has some mental instability issues. Yes. I do think that she might be a little emotionally deranged. I yes. do think that she is abusive. But I also think that Martin Lawrence in his own way is kind of playing around with like abusive tactics because again, this, you are, you, uh, you, you're, you said it exactly right. Like he's juggling multiple women that he doesn't care about. He seems to be very clear with some of them or at least one of them. I would say with the Nikki character that he's not, really interested in monogamy right because she when he goes to her job like he's meeting a lot of them on the job (laughs) he meets it looks like nikki works at a hair salon and she's like you know you need to be checking in on me you need to be doing all this for me and he she was like he's like what what are you talking about he's like i'm your woman i'm your woman he's like i don't i ain't locked down with nobody so he is like honest in that respect with her. I would say with Adrian, the really shy girl who works 
as at the at the cleaners the cleaners the laundry like service like she she's super shy so it seems like he doesn't really need to be completely honest with her i don't think that she she might be too shy to even ask the question what are we are we together are you with anybody else how many women are you seeing like she's it seems like she wouldn't even press that issue and the woman with a lot of kids is probably like nigga i ain't got no time to you know i'm probably gonna make some assumptions about what you are doing because i've let you meet my kids you you see you know you are telling me that you want to spend time with me and my children i'm assuming that you are coming into this relationship with some with some seriousness like you you mm-hmm. with with like some intention you know but um but yeah like he schemes scam slithers his way into brandy's life Violation number one is showing up at her job. I was like, my job, man, my job showed up at the motherfucking job bothering me. First of all, bothering me when I'm getting into my limo. I don't give a fuck if it's near chocolate damn city. I'm going to fuck about chocolate Hershey kisses, uh, cocoa puff country, nothing. I don't give a damn about any of that. I'm minding my business. You come into, you try to step into my limo, leave that little nasty, greasy ass fucking chocolate Uno card that's supposed to be a fucking VIP card. You're going to slip that into my window. Bitch, I don't know. It's, it's, this is how COVID got started. <laughs> There's an element of pushback that he's getting. Like first it's the window and it's like, I'm going to move past this. I don't care if you're, if you're, rolling this window up on me i'm gonna slip this card in when she goes to the job you see how he like hits himself on the glass before he enters the building because mm-hmm. he doesn't even see the glasses like these are hints that maybe this ain't what you want or maybe this isn't what you deserve maybe when this she don't... calls to, first of all he's he snuck up to the elevator because he kind of grabbed somebody's badge to get in the elevator snuck up there she calls security First thing. And then he's like, no, but wait, but wait. And I'm like, how many times does she have to tell you no? And then when he showed up at the showing of the house, he kind of schemed his way there. It's like, sir, what are we doing? What what do you want? With, what, what do you want? And I wouldn't have had an issue with any of that. I would have thought that shit was funny. It would have been a little stalkery, but it's like, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like Love Jones. Like, you got my address on That was creepy, too. This creepy. What you doing now? But all right. You know, but cute people get away with things. I think we've seen this. I guess it's always been wrong, but it didn't become abusive until he was like, what game are you playing? What kind of game are you playing? No, I'm not playing no games. See, when I came at you honest and direct, you wouldn't give me the time of day. So you tell me what kind of game you play. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking? You have you have literally come into my job. You have literally inserted yourself into my life when I have asked you not to multiple times. 
And that moment where they are in the forest horseback riding, I am pissed. I am pissed. And because it reminds me of so many masculine people when they don't get what they want, how they will throw a fucking fit and turn you into a problem just to get what they want. You want to fuck this girl in front of two horses, no, no bed in sight, no couch, no plushie, nothing. You just want to fuck her on the damn ground in the dirt. That's what you want to do with this lady who got enough money to buy your ass. That's what you want to do with this woman. Okay, Joe. Elpit, what kind of game are you playing? Why you bring me out here? Oh, you don't trust me? Why the fuck should she trust, bitch? You better, you better be happy she don't trust you. Exactly. That's why when shit went left, I was like, oh, oh, but this I was what like, she I, listen, mm. you, she told you plenty of times to leave her alone. Leave me alone. And then so Brandy, Brandy ends up at Chocolate City, which is where Darnell works. She kind of, I guess, wears down in a way. Like she, she goes to Chocolate City. She sees Darnell. Darnell's excited. And even then, he kind of seemed like, like, the, is something shifted there. Because I was like, I didn't know, like, what was up with her or him. Because she was like, oh, I'm just here to see my man. And he was like, I ain't your man. And I'm like, this whole time, ain't just what you wanted. But now you want to act like you don't want to be her man? Okay. So the first time, let's like go back. The first time she comes to the club, she says she comes to the club just to see the club, not to see him, mm-hmm. right? And then I think we get that montage of them dating, and then we get her and them two on horseback, him trying to kiss up on her, and she's just not having it. And he gets upset and's like, "Let's go back to the stables." And then she comes to the club again. And then also the second time, that's when Mia was there with yes. her her date that obviously is getting Darnell um, jealous. Yeah. And so then we see that Mia is someone that Darnell, I guess, really admires and wants to be with, but he kind of feels like that will never happen. Or I don't know, like he... I mean, we can. It's gonna progress later on, but then it's like, are you just dating all these other women until Mia will finally pay attention to you, or are you thinking, like, do you think Mia cares that you dating all these other women? Is that supposed to make her jealous? So Mia is played by the wonderful Regina King, who is in every LA film mm-hmm. uh, because we are in LA. I don't know why sometimes. This film gives me Miami vibes. I think because I think club. And for club, some reason. City. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> when I think club, black people, I think Miami. And when, when I think water and beach, In the water, I think Miami. I don't think house. LA. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why that's the case. I, I think it's maybe Bad Boys does that, but this, I don't know. Yeah, I, Bad I Boys know, is Miami. Weird. Um, but other than that, why am I connecting? I don't know. Um, maybe it's the way it's shot. Maybe before then everything was so inner city 
that I didn't, I didn't associate. We never saw the rest black, of LA. I didn't, I never really associated black LA films with water, with the beach, with, I, I just didn't do that. It was all like. Even the houses look kind of like Miami homes and like where Donnell's mom lived. Mm-hmm. That can easily be in Miami. Them yeah. Single story I, I homes. Think, I, yeah. That can be Miami. Like, I'm thinking, was this before or after Friday? But I'm, I'm just, I'm not thinking beach. So, yes, yeah, so Mia is played by Regina King, and you can tell that they are like lifelong friends. They've been in each other's lives for a very long time. When the name Mia is presented to him, it is, it's like everything up. stops. Yeah. And it's always the women in his life who are introducing Mia, right? Because um, Darnell, there's, he, his father has passed on. But his mother is. Does he live with his mom? Do they all live in a house together? I, I think, I think so because I think we would have seen his house if he had his own home. Yeah, and when when Brandy throw that damn brick through his car, he's like, "You don't come to my house." I was like, "I thought that was your mom's house." But it's. I think. I think they all live there together, which also says something about his maturity not saying that people who live with their parents are immature but i think that i think darnell is kind of doing all right he can get his own spot so why well he's kind of lying because he he's saying he like he he, he well he's about to own the club like how close are you to owning this club sir like Child, he, he say job? that every day ever <laughs> since his boss is like i'm looking for partners Oh, this is about to be mine. This is about to be mine. All oh, this is about to be mine. You like, know? how realistic are we about him yeah. having ownership in this club? But it's so... Because I want to... That's good because I want to bring the boss into this Smitty. So, because um, his mother, Mrs. Wright, who's played by Della Reese her husband has passed on. So Darnell is kind of without a father, but I do feel like Smitty kind of takes a paternal role in his life. He's kind of giving him advice. advice. He's the older black male figure in his life. And he is also in, in a way like Darnell is about to inherit something from this man. So like he is literally like, not literally, but he, he has some paternal qualities. There's like a, a father son relationship between these two people. But as far as the women in his life, they are the ones who are kind of constantly reminding him that Mia, 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 Mia is here and you love Mia. When his sister comes home from school bragging about, not bragging, but she's very excited that she got asked to the senior prom and and she's like, oh, Mia's back. You know, they know how to say it because they know that that's going to get to him. Right. And they also recognize him as a bit of a player. Like they mm-hmm. know he ain't no good. He they know he be dogging out these women, but um, yeah, he he loves Mia. I I wish that it's unfortunate to see that the only person that he offers honesty to or respect to is the one that he wants to be with. It's like you can still respect and honor the women who you're just casually dating. You you are able to do that. Why you're not doing it? 
we set Mia's back and she's dating the guy who owns chicken restaurant, <laughs> which Darnell is very jealous of. And we can tell jealousy is all yes. over his face. Reggie, played by Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Um, we remember him from Joanna Man. Yeah. And also he's pretty Tony or pretty Ricky. In the episode Martin, where he has the where he goes to his high school reunion, and there was a character there who used to bully him, and he's just like a pretty boy figure. So I think seeing him, because you know, I think at this time you remember him from Martin, it's easy to put him in kind of an antagonistic. Space. Yes. It's easy to be like, oh gosh, here's this person who I know Darnell doesn't like. He is rich. Mm-hmm. He has a Porsche. His mm-hmm. family owns a franchise. Family you wealth. Know? Well, they don't even own a fr- like they they own the they company own multiple. that is franchised out. Like they multiple locations. Yeah. So he has already come into his inheritance. Darnell has not done this yet. <laughs> you know um yeah he and he is dating the woman that he wants and i'm assuming you know he will eventually i think darnell is just you know waiting to shoot his shot with mia but darnell plays so many i mean we already established he plays a lot of games but anyway, fast forward, um, Mia and Darnell are end up at Club Chocolate one night. And then um, I guess Mia kind of breaks. No, Mia and I was Reggie. Mia, Reggie, and Darnell and Brandy <laughs> at the club, mm-hmm. at Club Chocolate. And Notice the difference in color scheme. First, she comes in all white and she is white from head to toe. Why you got on white shoes? Why your hair look like that? I just I'm wondering, like, who was doing the hair and the makeup in in this show? You know, what was the budget? Because I just kind of feel like. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this ponytail. No, Lynn Whitfield got money. She. <laughs> she. You know, she's not she's not doing that. But um yeah, all white, angelic, she returns back, straight black. Straight mm. <laughs> like completely a, a 180 from this angelic figure that we saw prior. And Brandy kind of shades Mia, because when they're doing the introductions. And Darnell is like, oh, this is Mia and Reggie. And Brandy's like, okay. But it's like, does she shade her because she knows that Darnell is probably interested in her? Is it just because I'm going to shade any woman he's near? Because I, I would feel think like me, you met Mia when she was with Reggie. So that's what I was thinking. So I'm like, if it was me, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, whatever they, if they had anything in the past, she has a man, like they've moved on. So there's nothing there. So, I mean, just so to speak, I can't, there's no reason to be upset. Like she's, she's not trying to get with Darnell. It's, it's, it's a woman. 
it's a woman and she's like, no, I don't trust it. Mm -mm. But I was going to say, this is where Mia kind of um, breaks it off with Reggie. She yeah. says she um, doesn't want anything serious. She kind of wants to be single. No, you don't. You're lying. Why are you and lying? Then, no, but then we we hear from, again, from Darnell's mom that Mia's thinking about going back into the Air Force. Mm. So that's it. Of course, Darnell is like, no, she can't leave. No, no, child. Um, okay, Brandy and Darnell. So after this night, he goes back to her house and they, um, as the cool kids say, start knocking boots. And before they do that. And I'm scared. Look, I'm scared too. Okay? I'm scared. You can see it in my eye. But you have to trust me. I'm here for you. That girl says scared 25 times. I'm scared. I'm very frightened. Please don't hurt me. Are you dating anyone? Do, do she do she she has she the questionnaire that I give people. Are you dating it? Are you married? Are you are you in a serious relationship? Is there anyone in your life who if they saw us together right now, would they get upset? Who who, who tell me what's going on? Are you it are you are you giving anyone the are you giving anyone your time to the point that they think they go with you? Mm hmm Huh? Cause you gotta ask. You, you what's going on? Cause you will be like, oh, are you married? Oh no, I'm not married. And niggas will be silent. And then Does someone do you have later, a wife who thinks you're married? Two weeks later, be like, oh, I'm not married, but like I am engaged. But my fiance, she know what's up. She know what I be out here doing. She know I'm mm. always gonna come home there. When, when was you gonna let me know? <laughs> when were you gonna let me know this? There is nothing wrong with non-monogamy. You you wanna be poly, be poly. Let me know what's going on. The thing is honesty above everything because, yeah, just be honest about what you have going on because you never know what people will tolerate or accept. Yeah. And I mean, I shouldn't assume that people are monogamous. I shouldn't assume that. But I think that you know what people want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't want me just popping up at your girl house. Cause then I'm gonna hit you with the why? Why you assume that I wouldn't do that? What's wrong with that? Why wouldn't I do that? What's the problem? But also when they're in bed, Brandy reveals very important information about her past. She says she killed her ex because he was abusive. Lying. And I mean, it's I easy. Kind of it's, I I, I kind of believe her too, but it's it's easy to believe and so it's like oh well that's why she's kind of been standoffish that's why she has um you know and honestly the your backstory ain't even got to be all that tragic in order for you not to be interested in motherfucking darnell wright somebody who's <laughs> slanging fucking chocolate city vip cards like nigga don't nobody give a fuck you buy your shirts from Faison love out his truck out the fuck truck out the back anyway of the truck. um so yeah i think and Darnell still, he doesn't leave. 
He was just like, doesn't leave. Okay. And then, and then she asks him if, if he loves her. And those and three words, that, yes. that phrase has been contested throughout this whole film because um, Darnell's friend and like business partner, um, who's played by Bobby Brown, what's his name? Uh, T. He, you know, of course they make a bet, grown ass men making a fucking bet like oh you ain't gonna get with her you gonna have to tell her you love her when you tell women you love her you lose all control are are y'all all right how old are y'all and what kills me is that t and darnell and the other men of the club they're having this conversation It, it definitely reminded me of the best man where it's four men you know, drinking together and the camera is kind of circling the four and they're having this conversation and it feels very like brotherly. It feels very loving. Like they're, they're trying to teach each other something, even though the teaching is like toxic, but y'all are okay with loving on each other in this way. Y'all don't want to tell women you love them. Y'all all right. What's going on? That's a question that's still on the internet about men. About men not really liking women. They just Mm -hmm. like to have sex with women, but that's a whole other conversation. That's still kind of relevant. Yeah. But I did forget about that point. So the reason why Darnell is going hard at Brandy is because this bet he made with um, T of really trying trying to smash and then he calls and he i think calls. he would have done it without the bet honestly yeah Be- i think he's that much of a fucking dog like he would have done it without the bet and then he calls he doesn't even wait to get home he calls from her house Tell him, oh, yeah guess guess what i just did guess what i just did like really sir so after that brandy is like oh we go together now Brandy's one of them girls that's like, oh, we had sex. We go together now. So you stuck with me. I don't know what you thought, but we go together now. Um, What's next? Is the birthday next? Yes, because, yes. Yeah, so, so she's like, Brandy's- we go together. He, she comes to pick him up in a limo. She like, well, he, oh, what you yes. doing? You just can't be popping up. And right there is where she should have been like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You mad that I'm popping up at your job when you, before you fucked, you would have been happy to see me just pop up. What's wrong with, what is wrong with her just popping up to him? What's in his head? Explain it to me. Ain't nothing to explain because he did it multiple times. He was popping up you, at her job. Uh, uh, so no. now, tables are turned. Now you mad? You just can't be popping up at my job. And also, you popped up at everybody's job. You popped up at Adrian's job. You popped up at Nikki's job. You popped up mm-hmm. at at Mia's job. Not Mia's job. At Brandy's job. And you're mad you. because I don't even knock on Chocolate City's door. I just rolled up. Saw you outside. Like, hey, what's up? 
you don't want you want to be the one moving you want every, you you want all of your women to be stagnant and you want to be the one moving around checking up on them that's what you want he's, he's one of those guys like if if any of the other girls he's dating if they had multiple guys he would be so in his feelings oh my god he, he couldn't would, take it like what do you mean you're dating other people what there's some point where Darnell has Brandy's limo and he's riding around in her limo with the driver and he has new clothes. And as we go to his mom's house, his mom was like, oh, I see you got a rich one now. Like, mm -hmm. what are you doing? But um, so Little Sister's prom is the same day as Brandy's birthday. And he's supposed to see his girl on her birthday but he's running around the city he needs to see his sister off to prom meet her date but then also again we have Mia so um, <laughs> Mia sees the limo and she's like what's up and first he says some lie but then he ends up being like uh, Brandy this is Brandy Page for everything Whatever. So him and Mia end up hanging out. Hanging out all night to the morning. While Brandy is in her house Stewing. with her birthday cake. Fuming. Hot. Brandy. Brandy is on fire. But how wonderful is Lynn Whitfield? Because she has that, like, quiet rage. It's similar, but it's different to the rage she has in Eve's Bayou. Because in Eve's Bayou, she just can't go off. She still has to be a lady. Like, she's still a yeah. housewife, right? Like, she can she can yell. She'll, she'll do that. But there's, like, just this very quiet power about Lynn Whitfield. It's, it's a very, it's different. It's like... I think Viola Davis has that same power, but it's yeah. never scary like it is with Lynn Whitfield. No, like Lynn Whitfield, I'm like, oh, this bitch about to put a curse on. I don't. Uh -uh. Because when she was sitting in her kitchen with her birthday cake, just waiting for him to not show up, <laughs> you knew something was going down. <laughs> and then we see the next morning, birthday cake with a butcher knife in it is on his door. So, I think I've never seen Fatal Attraction. I haven't but I either. know the film exists, and I, I know what it's about. And I, and it's different because I know that in Fatal Attraction, this this man he has a family, like he's married, he has a kid, and you know it's it's one night of he has a one night it's, stand it's a, with it's an affair. It's an yeah. affair. I don't know if it continues, but I know it's kind of for him. It seems to be short lived. Before the woman he has an affair with is like, oh no, oh we no, go you're together. Not about to just. And I think that we've seen films like this where we see like just unstable women, like it's all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like because I'm thinking about um, single white female. Thinking about that, I'm thinking about the women from. Um, the witch movie. Who's that? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. What was it? 
I don't know. The, the movie with Nev Campbell. Scream. And the, the black know. girl from Half and Half. Go ahead. Are you oh, the serious? You've never seen the movie? The Craft. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't seen it. Nope. Oh, Lord. But it's just, I, you know, I'm so used to, I'm, I'm, I have all of this in my, in my head. Now I done lost my point trying to remember these movies. You know what but, else um, had a movie like this? What? Um, Beyonce and Idris Elba. Oh, and that white. <laughs> hmm But it's it's typical. Like these people have families. I think in single white female. I think she was. I think she had. She didn't. I don't think she had children. But she was like with somebody. Like it was. There was even that movie. What's the white girl from Clueless? Alicia Silverstone was that her name? Yeah, Remember, like she was in a movie with a dude she had a crush on, her teacher she had a crush on. She like poured the bees into that girl's photography suit. I what I'm saying is this: they got women up here acting a fucking fool for these niggas. We need to do that right because it's really the man who be who be out their mind playing these guys. No, let a let a let a um a woman have a one night stand with a man. Don't we act like men don't be thinking they go together after one night? Oh, well, I mean, didn't um Omar Epsonia Long just just do that? And I feel like Michael. Ely I can't watch those. I can't watch those movies. When I see them, when I see those people, and then the movie look kind of scary, I'm like, I can't watch this because this is gonna be a hot ass mess. I don't even bother. I don't think I can't. it did that well. It didn't and that's look terrible like it did. because Omar Epps is wonderful and so is Neil. They're Long. all good. This like they have these amazing actors in these movies, and it's like, why? Like the budget, it just all went to the actors, didn't it? Is that what it is? Child, but you know, know what? I can't complain because them um, Nigerian movies on Netflix were the same way. Child, I just remember. Somebody had me watching the film Beyonce, and I just thought, <laughs> why has Beyonce, the, the character has changed twice, and I can't deal. I can't deal. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Y'all, it's too much. And another thing that I'm seeing is these fucking, I don't know if they're considered Bollywood films, but they're just they are like these Indian films and they it's like somebody throws a baby off of the building with their hair and then the person jumps to save it's like so fucking dramatic and it's like the defining every law of physics everyone it's like what is this like there must be something to us because tell, tell novellas they be I, I they be out of control too. People so of must color be, just, must be just can't get it. They, people of color just be on screen acting a fool, and That's I support I, it. I can't I be mad at Tyler it. Perry. I can't. I can't be mad at Tyler Perry because when you get into these these Nigerian movies, these Bollywood movies, these telenovelas, it's it's. I think the difference. Opera. I think the difference is like the Nollywood and the Bollywood, like they know what they are. <laughs> they know what they are. They know that they know this is all ridiculous. Like, I, so I think Tyler Perry is like trying to like serve us 
you know, steak for like $80. And it's like, this is a banquet meal. What, what is this? This is a banquet meal. Child, anyway. Um, but he ain't the only one who do that. So, and I really, I really enjoy Tyler Perry as like a, a cultural icon. I, you know, I, I think his films do have some work to do as far as like issues with like homophobia are concerned and issues with like skin color are concerned. It's like, hmm, but I think there are other people who have these concerns too. But I don't know, like it all kind of like rests on Tyler Perry in this odd way. I'm like, y'all, isn't y'all, I don't know. It's like we put a lot on Tyler Perry and it's like, because he has know the biggest other people out here acting because, the fool, right? Well, because he has the biggest budget. I think people people assume you have all these resources. It should be better. It's one thing if you don't have no resources and you use you do the best you can with what you got. But he got a lot. So if you're using the and best like you can yeah. with what you got. And it's like Diddy is out here stealing money from artists, but at least the music was good. <laughs> stealing shit won't get this girl her fucking masters whatever but at least the music was good okay um yeah child um back to the show where were we yeah so we were talking about Lynn Whitfield the fatal attraction in this movie on the I was looking up the reviews and a lot of the reviews for this movie compared it to Fatal, fatal attraction but they were saying a lot of the reviews were a thin line between love and hate. They said the it wasn't the plot wasn't as good. It kind of moved. It moved slow, but it was there wasn't a lot of depth to it. I think, and I see it with um, Brandy's character. It's like she says she had an abusive ex, but we don't really understand why. She is the way she is. So it's directed by Martin Lawrence. He did some of the writing. This reminds me of a Martin Lawrence episode. Martin Lawrence is yeah. not juggling multiple storylines. I think that, and maybe this is a choice. Maybe this is not a shortcoming. I, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I feel like it's not my place to like offer scathing critiques. And, and this might come off as scathing, but I mean it with, with all love. I don't think that Martin Lawrence develops the supporting cast at no. all. He there is no storyline unless it's in the if it's not in the service of the main story or in the service of Martin. But it doesn't matter. Nothing is nothing is because it's like done. Mia is an angel, Brandy is crazy. Yeah, the mother is there for him. I mean, other than. I think the only person who has something going on is the sister because she's going to prom. But the only reason we care about that is because we want to see Darnell be a protective big brother mm-hmm. and that's it. And and I think his idea of protection is also like a, a bit toxic in a way. I just don't think that that's something that he does. It would have been great for them to like do some research on Brandy to be like, she was never married or she, you know, like, Hmm. She or was, just dig deeper into her personality. Yeah, again, we have a we have a, a film featuring a woman pretty 
in a in a prevalent way and she doesn't have any friends she doesn't you know but and i i think and it, she's it very accomplished for her she she's very accomplished. accomplished but then she has like this secret past it's like okay are we gonna kind of develop to see how how this happened or who and she there are is? no clues for him to be like hmm, like maybe i should Maybe I should leave this alone. I think that's why everything feels a little, it feels fast. It, it doesn't, I don't feel, there's no tug for me, right? There's no like, ah, but, you know, it, it's just, first, she is a stern lady who ain't got time for the foolishness. And now she is completely unstable and she's mad. And, uh, you know, I it's know. like, I don't feel nothing for her. I, I would like to feel something for her. I would say even Love and Hip Hop did a better job with, with the character of Jocelyn Hernandez. It's like, but she's funny and she's she's charming. Like there's something about her. You you want to get to know. Like she's beautiful. She really wants to be a musician. She really loves her daughter. You kind of feel you know, for her. And you there's kind of a troubled background. Anyway. There's a really troubled background. She's in this relationship that feels a little abusive. You want to root for her, but she is a villain. She's a villain in that show. And here with with Brandy, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel complicated at all. We don't no. know where she's from. She, we don't see her family. You know, it would have been great to see more of Mia's family too, but but we don't. You know what I'm saying? It it would also be it would have also been good to see. Martin, not Martin, but Darnell and how he's handling the death of his father. Like I would have like how long has this man been gone? And and we just don't really get much about it. Like okay. Like but can can we talk about that? We don't have to talk about it. I mean, how many scenes in this film feature people besides Darnell? Without him? Yeah. I can't think of any. I think that's very telling. Is that's why I was saying like it's kind of it's kind of like Martin. It's kind of like the show. It's like it's yeah. one story being told here. That's it. So, um Darnell did not see Brandy on her birthday. She is pissed. She drops the birthday cake off at his front door and kind of disappears. Um what else? She threw she threw a brick in his car. She broke injures the windshield, herself. Went to the she... no, but before before that, that's, is that when he went to the police station to try to get a restraining order because his mom told him. Yeah, so she the police station. So there is before the brick in the car. There's the birthday cake. Then he goes mm -hmm. over to her house, and she's laying in her pool looking cool as fuck she looks so motherfucking cool in the motherfucking shade that bitch is rich okay mm -hmm. not, not a hair out of place skin on not a blemish not a wrinkle miss mama's gets her facials okay so she is 
she's in her pool and he's like yeah i'm sorry i couldn't make it to your birthday oh there's no need to explain anything honey don't worry about it we just friends i was getting bored with your little whack ass anyway and he's just like okay well whatever like maybe we can maybe we can be friends so yeah so she's like you know whatever and he's like i'm I'm just have something i want to return to you and it's a knife that was like stabbed into the birthday cake. Now, why would you give this woman a sharp object? <laughs> why would you return the knife? You should have went in there and collected all the knives. Mm-hmm. And You're said, I'm going to take these because I don't trust your ass. You don't need this. You cut shit with a butter knife. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if you got to cut a whole watermelon with a butter knife. You figure it out. Get that plastic cake knife to give at Publix. Okay, that's what you do. That's the only knife you can use. I don't give a fuck if you, I don't care what you cutting up. So then she takes the grapefruit, puts it in a pair of stockings and get the beat in her ass. She puts her arm in a closet door, slams the door on her arm and she goes to the hospital and Darnell thinks that Mia's in the hospital. Well, he gets a call from the hospital and says Mia's at the hospital and that he needs to come quick. Mm-hmm. And he gets there looking for Mia and no, nah, ain't no Mia, it's Brandy. And he's like, I thought Mia was here. And she goes, well, if I said it was me, would you have came? So, of course, I'm going to tell him my name is Mia. Oh, we missing before this. She show up at his house. Now, how this bitch got the key? I don't know. But oh, she she's cooking the breakfast. Burn in the bacon. Bitch, you know you can't cook. Good morning. You scared me. What do you mean I scared you? What are you doing, Brandy? Well, I, I made you some bacon, and I was making pancakes, but then I realized I didn't know whether you liked them dark, light, or fluffy. Bitch, everybody black like they pancakes the same. Fucking... A little thick, just a little bit thick with the crunchy outside ring. <laughs> That's how everybody like them. You said you love me. I saw how you looked at me and you you just don't feel Brandy, good this morning. Come on, Just hold me. And you know, they get to tussling. What the fuck wrong with you? Just a little bit and she's like, you put your hands on the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Stop playing fucking games and get the fuck out. Put your hands on the wrong woman. Well, I think even up to that point, you know, Darnell think it's sweet. Darnell think he home free and he's just not. But again, it's the, it's the, the swift shift in perspective. It's like, are you, are you talking to multiple people? You've been like, you said you were bored with me. You said, let's just call it what it is. And now you're making me pancakes. I'm confused. I'm confused. But oh, also, well, we knew, Darnell. Um, Brandy wasn't letting Darnell go. She's not going to let him go easy. No, no. But also, I think this is, it's, you don't see that this is what you've been doing. You told her you love her. Yep. And then you leave. It's her birthday. It's her mm. birthday. If, it, if you tell me you love me and you and say you it's my birthday and I got to go somewhere, you're going to come with me. Like, oh, it's, I got to go talk to my sister, see my sister. Just come with me. Just it's chill in the car while, while I go take these pictures in so we can go celebrate your birthday. The problem is he was hugged up with Mia. 
That's in my car in the clothes I bought you, bitch. With my driver waiting outside, waiting for y'all to finish. Y'all to wake up in the morning. That's what you think the driver told her? I think that's how she knew where where he was. Good job, driver. She's like, where's my limo? Where where are my things? Where are where are you guys? I would have made him return that limo and return the clothes and as well as the knife. So yeah, so she shows up to the to the house making bacon, like doing what he did, right? Just showing mm-hmm. up uninvited, trying to insert himself, trying to insert herself into his life, trying to take on this domestic role, like you're you're cooking bacon. No, get out. You know, then she injures herself, has him arrested. He gets out of jail. Then she throws the brick through his car. Then his mama is like, oh, I'm about to beat this bitch ass. Della Reese come up that house. Now get your ass out the car. <laughs> mama. Oh, you can't hit little mama's boy. So, and you better believe mama. that I will bust your head wide open. Mama. You don't come around here harassing me. And Della Reese is another one who, and I think I'm I'm allowing this to, I'm care, like her character from Harlem Nights is kind of carrying over to this role here because it's like, I don't want to mess with Della Reese. Mm-mm. I, I'm, I, I will never end my life. There are women, I'm not messing with Lynn Whitfield. I'm not <laughs> nope. messing with Della Reese. I'm not messing with Eartha Kitt. Nope. These are just people I'm not messing with. The mother and Brandy have some words. <laughs> she drives off. She's like, living in this ghetto. I was like, damn, Brandy. No, before <laughs> before that, she was just like, Oh hey mama, I've been waiting to meet you. How you doing? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> So he go file a restraining order. This bitch take his tires, bust his side mirror, fuck his whole shit up in front of the police station. She probably paid cops to do it. She ain't got no chill. None. The police will not give him a restraining order. Um, And yeah. So he riding around just window, sans window. <laughs> You know you getting a ticket. You know you can't do that. How are you even doing that? How is the wind not fucking you up? He asking Mia if she cold. They got blankets in the back. Bitch. Can we take Peach's car? Exactly. We ain't got Uber yet, but I know we got cabs. They got cabs. We might have to get on the bus or something. Where Bobby Brown at? Take his car. Shit. Um, yeah, so Brandy knows about the date. How she know about it? Brandy knows about the date with Mia. Call him on that cell phone. It's like, get rid of her. <laughs> you, 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 you know, I ain't with it. Get rid of that bitch. You know what's scary? Some men like that, and some, some people like that. 
It's toxic. Oh, you, it's, you, was it's, out, you was out with them? You better get rid of them. I ain't playing these games. Like, that shit is not cute. That is scary. People who, I mean, toxic people are drawn toward each other. Child. And if you grew up in a toxic house, that's familiar. That's normal. Everybody got to cleanse mentally, physically, spiritually. And I think had he, had she called him crying. Oh, he would have loved it. Are you with someone else? Why are you with her? Are you like, <laughs> what about me? He would have loved it. But it's because she has the potential to do him harm. That is when it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I'm not in control of this. Oh, no. No, no, no. I don't like well, this. Well, he thought she was going to be like all his other women when he had a, when he kind of broke it off with the other women he was seeing. They yelling, oh, F you, Darnell, whatever, and kept it moving. But Brandy ain't like them other women. Mm-mm, she different. Ain't no F you, Darnell, and keep it moving. It's I want to see your brain splattered <laughs> in my pool. So, yeah. Um. So, he threatens, or Brandy threatens Mia. And so, Darnell breaks things off. At the club. Why did you bring her to the club? I done got dressed. I done put this French roll in my hair. I done got ready. And you gonna come break up with me, bitch? You could have broke up with me over the phone. Exactly. So Mia's super confused. And... But the, the, the foolishness continues. It continues. So... um. You know, everybody's at home. Brandy done blew up the damn club. Brandy done set the shit on. Yes. I forgot about that part. Brandy is not kidding around. And it's like, girl, what are you are really trying to ruin this man? She's like, I'm going to take you and everything you got. And so that's kind of where the story ends because after that we get the the big fight and um, well now Darnell has to go confront her. Mm-hmm. He can't just brush it off because now you're messing with his work. Other people are involved. The owner of the club is like, "What the what the f?" Yeah, like and how? she's she's not letting it go. She's not. Le- yeah. I've done everything you wanted to do. I got rid of Mia. I'm not with her, and you're still antagonizing me what I now I have to confront you I don't think he went up there with a plan because had you no. went up there with a plan you wouldn't have gone alone no he wasn't did. thinking he thinking oh this is a woman I'm a man what's she gonna do yeah. but we find out what she do yeah beat your ass shot your ass in Tied the shoulder up. but then blood was coming from his head it was giving Tyler Perry just a little bit now, because I was like, wait a minute. Okay. But um yeah, so T and Mia 
drive up there to help him out. Again, they don't come with backup and, and I don't understand. Um, but yeah, they, they come out victoriously and we see him wake up in the hospital surrounded by Mia, his family, Smitty's there. I don't think I saw T, but I'm sure T is there as well. And Brandy, we see her mugshot. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. It's a thin line I wouldn't mind a sequel. between love and hate. You wouldn't mind a sequel? I, I would not mind a sequel um, with the original cast because I would, I'm wondering like what happens with Brandy after this. I, I would love a prequel, actually. Like, what didn't happen that with would that be first better. husband? Let's write it. Let's let's me and you write it. Everything Brandy went through, how she got successful in real estate, mm-hmm. what fueled her. Where's her family? Is she even from LA? She probably not even from LA. Oh, she's she like another. There. Uh, she old moved. Girl from is, she moved there to start a new life. And she gonna move somewhere else to start a new life. Yep. When she's out of jail, she's gonna go somewhere else to get a new life, a new city, new man. Everything. Child. Is it what is what is this? A movie or it's a, a mini series? What is it? Might have to be a mini series. I think it's a mini series. Yeah, I think it's episodes. like a six part mini series. HBO. Yep. Come talk to us because I'm serious. I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna I'm gonna write up a treatment. I'm gonna send it to you and we can flesh it out. Okay. That's gonna be that's gonna be my next project, along with the other fifty projects that I'm doing that have not progressed in the last ten years because <laughs> I am a fool. Anyway, that is a thin line between love and hate. for listening we'll be back next week with another film and more opinions leave a review and tell us what you'd like for us to watch and let's keep the convo going on instagram you can find us at curry gumbo be well happy watching love y'all bye